this is Leslie. And this is Liam. And we're trading money stress for real happiness. You are listening to Seeds, a 15-minute debrief on young people's common money challenges. Every episode, we'll hear myself and Liam casually break down a wealth topic, and occasionally we'll bring a friend along for the ride. But today, it's just Leslie and I. And Leslie, I am glad that we're catching up because today we have an interesting question submitted by one of our listeners in Raleigh, North Carolina. Hello. Close to your territory, Leslie. (laughs) It is. Um, And anyway, this topic written uh, from Raleigh is how do taxes work, filing, et cetera? What do I need to know about personal accounting, taxes, TurboTax versus accountants. So, Leslie, I'm, I'm curious with this topic of taxes, what are your initial thoughts? Um, where would you maybe point this listener from Raleigh in this particular scenario? Hot topic right now, Liam, and super grateful for this question. We have to, of course, start this episode by saying, Neither Liam or I are accountants. <laughs> that is very important. And if you've ever not wondered, yet, not yet. <laughs> if you've <laughs> ever probably never <laughs> who the professional is that deals with all things taxes, that would be an accountant. In other words, somebody who has CPA at the end of their name on LinkedIn. That stands for Certified uh, Public Accountant. Public. And those people are really living and breathing taxes, whether it be for individuals or for businesses. But yet, as working Americans in our adult lives, Liam, would you say that's our demographic? Um, As working Americans, we all have to think about taxes. We all have to file taxes. And so this episode would love to just give you all a brief overview of what we think about in layman's terms. And of course, highly encourage you to reach out to your accountant as well with more specific questions. But in general, how do taxes work? Let's take like the third grader approach, which is an approach I love to learn from. Uh, The third grader approach of taxes is that as a citizen of a country, typically that country requires to make money from their citizens so that they can provide goods and services. So at a very, very basic level, taxes are just part of you contributing into, so to speak, the central pot of the government so that they can pave roads or pay for schools, etc. Now, of course, there is so much baggage, for lack of a better word, around a lot of those goods and services that, of course, Liam and I don't have time to go into into this episode. But in general, taxes are kind of buying into the centralized government that allows us to have a ton of different civil processes. So I'll stop there. Liam, really curious, taking that like third grader approach of like, how do taxes work? What are some of the things that you think about or that you kind of would recommend to know just as a regular everyday American, just wanting to make sure you're not, for lack of a better word, messing up your taxes? No, Leslie, thank you for the third grader definition. Uh, very helpful. One thing that I'll add is we have these subcategories of state tax, and then we have federal tax, right? So you mentioned the federal government, um, what you're giving to America in our case, right? Mm-hmm. That's going to be your federal tax. And that's fixed for all Americans just based on different uh, structures of how they're paid. Um, but there is a system behind that countrywide. 
state taxes could vary. Mm-hmm. So that's where you might see differentiating numbers of you versus your friend that works in a different state um, based on the amount that's getting taken out and what it's being taken out for. Mm-hmm. So that's what you might be seeing on your pay stubs, the state tax, the federal tax. Now that we have this third grader definition built out of taxes and our subcategories of taxes, um, this listener seems like they want a little bit more insight into, okay, how do taxes work? Where's my money going? I think we have our little third grader definition right now, but also what do I need to know as I'm filing these taxes? So a lot of it will be automatically taken from your paycheck, right? Mm-hmm. But there's obviously additional income that some of us are making, some of it through investments, um, some of it that's not on a W-2. So when it comes to tax season, as you'll all hear, you need to be able to file your taxes and what you ultimately either owe the government or what you will receive, that's your tax return from the government, will be dependent on your unique situation Mm -hmm. when you go ahead and file those taxes, which takes us into the second half of this question, Leslie, of okay, TurboTax, accountant, who do I, what do I need to do? Um, So let me pause there and maybe put it back in your court, Leslie, if you maybe want to talk a little bit more about, okay, tax season, what is TurboTax or more of an automation tool versus an accountant, a person that's there for me. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want to jump into that. And also when is this relevant, right? Because that's something that's changed this year. Totally. Yeah. And Liam, you really gave a good overview of like, what do you need to know? How do taxes work like mechanically? You're 100% right. Whether you're a salaried employee or hourly employee, or whether you're a contract worker, your employer is required to withhold taxes on your behalf throughout the year. So as you'll see on your direct deposit or your pay stub, you're actually getting a little bit less in your checking account than what your salary says you should be getting per month. That's because your employer is taking those taxes and they're saying, we're going to put this away for you just in a holding account almost so that when tax season comes, you don't get hit with a huge bill. Now, the reason why most employers are required to do that is because ultimately as end consumers, it would be extremely difficult to encourage every single adult American earning some kind of income the ability to calculate their own tax rate and then also try to figure out where to hold that money. So all of that being said, that is kind of some of the mechanics behind why people get a tax refund. Basically what happens in that situation is that the taxes that your employer has held onto for you that has kind of put into that holding account of, of, of sorts, they actually held too much for you based on how much you made. Or if you end up still owing taxes when you file them, that's when you actually have to continue to pay a little bit more. That just means that your employers or any sources of income that you, that you had actually didn't account for all the income that you made in the previous year. And that brings us to this entire idea of filing your taxes. You might be like, Leslie, Liam, why, if my employer's already dealing with my taxes, we're already paying sales tax, why the heck do I need to like file them, you know? Well, at this point in the year, it's typically in the spring, it's typically April 15th, but as Liam mentioned, this year in 2021, it's actually May 17th for individuals, very odd date, May 17th, 
But May 17th is the deadline to file your taxes. And by filing your taxes, we actually just mean telling the government exactly how much you did make and exactly how much is already held for you by your employer, thank you employer, for doing all that math on your behalf. So filing taxes is just kind of giving that extra gut check to the government of, yep, this is what I made, this is what's already held for me, and if your employer has done a good job of this, or if you've been able to navigate this with an accountant from a previous year, you'll likely actually get a little bit back. That's your tax refund because your employer probably kept a little bit extra that you actually need to pay the government. The government will only take what you actually owe based on your income. So tons of detail in there. Again, Liam and I are not accountants. We are just educated peers who have to file our taxes just like you. So that is kind of the mechanics of filing taxes, tax day this year, and leading to that last question, Liam, I know I'm like venting for quite a bit about this whole tax topic, TurboTax versus an accountant. You've heard this debate so many different times. Most people are like, well, what should I do? Spoiler alert, it completely depends, but I can talk about my experience using TurboTax for the past couple years. I can also talk about my experience using an accountant now this year for the first time. Liam, I'm curious, are you kind of, have you tested out this automation track with TurboTax or are you like purely, I want to work with someone one-on-one? -on -one? I have exclusively used TurboTax Ay. and there are other, there are other, other tax filing automation softwares and platforms out there. Mm -hmm. um, I have mm -hmm. used TurboTax. Uh, this listener also asked about TurboTax. So I think relevant to speak on that behalf for the time being, mm -hmm. um, it might sound complicated of, oh, okay, I don't know how much I made, right? I, where kind of do I have to go back to pay stub by pay stub? No, you will be given all these different forms from your investment accounts, from your employers, and you just need to upload those into something like TurboTax. You'll just add an attachment, you'll have the PDF. And a lot of times, assuming it's similar year after year, TurboTax will hold on, accountants will as well, hold on to that information. So it's a little bit easier to do the next year, right? Where you don't need to be grabbing all of these documents again, because they have a lot of them on hand and they have a lot of your account information saved. So I've used TurboTax just because I don't have a ton of assets in the time being. So I'm in a spot where I have my investment accounts, my savings accounts, my retirement accounts. I also have my income. Beyond that, not much more. I don't have dependents, right? I don't have other, other streams of income that require a little bit more uh, of an analytical approach like that of an accountant, which is why I want to turn it back to you, Leslie, to maybe explain your transition from TurboTax to an accountant, because I think in your case, it makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Um, and then just circling back to the date, you would need to have all of that uploaded to a TurboTax by April 15th, typically this year, May 17th. So that's where that day known as tax day is very relevant. So make sure you get it done before that. And those forms from your employer, from your investment accounts, should be coming to you at the end of the calendar year. Sometimes it can take up to a month, two months, three months, but it will come to you before April 15th. So get it in there before April 15th. Now, Leslie, exactly. talk to us about your transition. I Yes, you, you summarized that perfectly, Liam. My transition this year, as many of you know, 
was a huge year for Leslie, okay? We have the business, Commonwealth Coaching, which we all love for, that sponsors the Seeds podcast. We have a house, a brand new house with rental income that we bought in November. I got legally married, so now I am filing uh, jointly with my spouse, completely different than filing independently. And on top of that, uh, I'm making sure to kind of be very strategic around my investment accounts I want to make sure I incurred some losses this past year. So I want to make sure that those losses can kind of offset the gains that I got as well. All of those things coming together and having income coming from different, uh, different states, having income coming from different types of assets, my W-2 versus uh, my house, I wanted to use an accountant to make sure we were crossing all the T's, dotting all the I's. In short, I'd say that TurboTax versus accountant debate can really be boiled down to how complex do you feel your taxes are? And would it be helpful for you to have peace of mind knowing that a real person is also helping to make sure you have all your ducks in a row? That is my easiest layman's terms. Again, not accountant advice uh, for how to choose between both. And Liam, I feel like we've really planted the seed here. We've kind of run the gamut when it comes to what you need to know in a crash course. Are there any actionable takeaways you would suggest to help these seeds become plants and inspire our listeners' own wealth journeys? Yeah, I think just make sure that you have an understanding of why money is leaving your paycheck every week or every other week or every month, however often you're paid. And that's that third grader definition. And then from there, understand that it's a unique situation for yourself. So understand what is right for me. Can I get away with something like a tax automation, which might be far more convenient and productive for me, like I feel it is for myself? Or do I need to be using an accountant? Or should I be using an accountant to maybe walk through this step-by-step -step with me and know that it's going to be different for you than it is for the person next to you? Leslie and I, who have a lot of aligning beliefs when it comes to all things personal finance and wellness. We do different things with our taxes because we both think it makes sense for us and it works for us. So keep that in mind, Raleigh, or I'm sorry, in Raleigh, North Carolina, I don't think we got a name with this listener. She wanted to remain anonymous, but keep that in mind as you're considering taxes coming up here and May 17th is that date this year. May 17th. Liam, you really stole the words right out of my mouth. Everyone should listen to what Liam just said, which is it is completely up to you based on what pathway is the best. But in general, we would love to hear from you and continue to answer your questions as we are your peers going through exactly probably the same things that you're going through. This podcast is truly great because of you and we want to hear from you in our DMs. So if you're not following us on Instagram or Twitter, you'll see the handle in the podcast description. Go ahead and shoot us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, we're all collectively pursuing happiness. So let us help you achieve your goals and celebrate you when you do. And we're excited to hear from you. And lastly, Liam, it's always great to connect with you. It's been a while since we've done a one-on-one -on -one chat. So love hanging out and appreciate your time and expertise as always. Right back at you, Leslie. And we're going to sign off for now. Have a good end of your week, everybody. Signing off.